Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. My name is Shola. I'm your host. Thank you for joining me. I hope you're well. I hope all is good in your world. I hope everything is going well. Um, I hate to have to say this, but I, I apologize that I haven't been um, recording um, diligently. There's no excuse at this stage. I'm just saying, you know, life is happening, my schedule, and I think it's just me having to get my head back into it you know what it is about habits once you break it it says about it takes about 21 days of consistency for you to develop a habit um you know once you then develop the habit once you break it you know you have to go through that whole 21 whole days again to get that habit together so i think that's what i'm more or less going through right now where i've broken the rhythms of the times in which i record so it's getting more difficult to go into it i have to then sort of like program myself again and put in that really hardcore discipline and then you know then it becomes part of my lifestyle and my schedule and my thinking model and you know and maybe I need to really ask God for help at this stage because I think that um yeah otherwise it's just going to be you know there's always a window once you miss that window it just doesn't happen anyways here we are and thank you for um being here and to be honest there's a lot going on there's just a lot going on not even only in my personal life I would say but just generally so in I mean if you're someone who's always been on this podcast you know I'm Nigerian I live in Nigeria and I'm recording from Nigeria and I try to talk about the things that I experience you know and God really helps me to make sense of a lot of things and before I go into all of that maybe I I just want to talk about some of my reflections recently Um, I've been going through a Bible study program, a seminary program, and we're currently reading through the book of um, what is called the Wisdom Literature, which is the books of Job, um, Songs of Solomon, um, Ecclesiastes, and all of that. And these are books that I have read, and Proverbs as well. So all those books that are sort of like connected with Solomon or with wisdom and that sort of thing, and then the Old Testament and all out of all these four books i would say proverbs has always been my favorite i've also liked ecclesiastes because it talks about things that have baffled me it's like a philosophical type of book and i really liked it job i didn't understand for a very long time because i just didn't understand why a man who was so you know was so faithful who was so right i mean he was so righteous and all that very innocent if you i mean if you read the story of job that, that guy couldn't hurt a fly and he had such horrible tragedy happen to him within a very short space of time really devastating you know lost his family lost his children you know very tragic incidents instantaneously and then he himself afflicted with horrible disease and he went on for quite a while and of course when you even read the part that's okay it was almost something that was premeditated the whole conversation with the lord sorry if you haven't read the book of job please just open the, the bible it's it's um, in, in the bible it's in the old testament the book of job starting from chapter one there's a whole story about um what happened to this man job and he faced a lot of tragedy and job wasn't my favorite book because i just didn't understand how you know even though i just didn't understand that book to be honest i didn't and um, you know he went through this whole process when he was trying to make sense of what was going on 
and he sort of like really blamed God at his stage, you know, his friends too also, you know, condemned him and told him that all these bad things happening to you, it must have been because of something you did, you did or you did not do, you know, he just didn't understand because he had literally not done anything wrong, you know, he'd followed God, he'd feared God, even God testified in the book that this was a very faithful man, so why did all these things happen to him? Now, the reason why this is so personal for me is because I also went through something like this about two years ago. In fact, why I say about two years ago, it's it's very recent, but I mean it started about two years ago. And it was such a devastating thing for me. It happened at a time when I felt my relationship with God was far better than it had been for a major part of my adult life. I felt it was happening at a time when I was beginning to finally give God more priority in my life and then this really terrible thing happened and there was nothing I could do about it. it it changed my whole world my whole planet my literal every waking moment was thin, was controlled by this situation and it wasn't that sort of thing that you just you can't ignore it you know what I'm saying it's like you could it's not something you can ignore so it's not one of those it's like for instance if you have um, a physical condition there's something preventing you from living your life the way you would have. You can't ignore it. The things you can ignore are the things that are, you know, they're not physically preventing you from doing things. You know you know what I'm saying? Maybe it's mental, maybe it's emotional. So, okay, you can then do, okay, mind over matter, all of that. But when something is physically, is affecting your physical life, then, you know, it, it's, it's just something else. And, you know, it was... It was so it was I didn't understand why that kind of thing had happened to me and the funny thing is that was when I knew that my theology my Christian theology was was very was inadequate that was that experience because before then any other thing that I faced the theology that I have which is you know how I feel about God and his word and my place in it and his relationship with me and you know what I believe in terms of the Bible and the word of God they were always sufficient for me for all the other kinds of challenges that I'd had in the past. But for this one, I, I, I didn't, it, was, it wasn't sufficient. I had more questions than answers. And everything that I knew to do that I thought I did right didn't work. Which is exactly sort of like what happened to Job in the book of Job as well. And I've never seen anybody preach or teach the book of Job at least let me not say well in a way that answers my questions in fact i've never i've never and I, and if you notice many preachers tend to avoid the book of job because they just really don't understand what's going on there because most of us at least in my part of the world we believe that people who do good things you know god makes sure that bad things don't happen to them but the book of job shows you that it's not always like that and when you look through the entire bible you actually see a lot of bad things happening to good people and that is exactly what solomon was talking about in the in the book of ecclesiastes he was saying that this world is a very flawed and corrupt place where sometimes even the evil people get rewarded for the evil that they do we see that all the time criminals thieves rogues corrupt people he said that the righteous man is punished persecuted vilified for the righteous and the good things that he has done 
I mean, in my context, my home country here, if you're somebody that you whistleblowers, in fact, nobody even likes whistleblowers, even when they're reporting things that are actually bad and wrong and evil that was done. So, you know, so, so what the Bible course taught us, and it was Dr. Tim McKee who taught us these lectures, and he actually has lectures on YouTube. I will recommend um, you, if you're interested in this, uh, learning a bit more about what I'm talking about here today, um, please go to bibleproject.com and Google the story of Job. Um, you, you can see notes, handouts on it, and of course a short video where he just talks about it. And I'm sure if you search well enough, you can see other things. But So essentially what he taught us in those um, lectures is that the wisdom literature should be read together so in other words you are if when you are reading you read proverbs you read ecclesiastes you read um songs of solomon what's the other one uh, the fourth one i'm forgetting i think hey job yes you read all four of them together in fact these three if you read it in this order proverbs ecclesiastes and job it is amazing and because you are then able to god well i i think reading it with the um, dr tim exposition really helped me because i read it by myself before i wasn't able to connect the dots but when you read them as three different books the book of proverbs shows you you know how life is and it gives you wisdom from the perspective of god and how we can live righteously and do things that are sort of like common sense but also spiritually right morally right and um, and then you know you can all you get good results in this life and in the world to come so the book of proverbs is just really about natural wisdom from the perspective of god do's and don'ts what god likes what god doesn't like the things that if we continue to practice will attract righteousness to us the things that if we do you know will attract wickedness the difference between the righteous and the wicked you know so it, it sort of has a sort of like justice and equity theme around it now what ecclesiastes then tells you is that yes it's true if you do good good things will happen to you God, you know blessings will come your way but it doesn't happen all the time because the world is imperfect it is flawed it is corrupt and that sometimes bad things happen to good people for no reason that's what the book of ecclesiastes is because solomon who was very wise had done all the whole proverbs thing i mean all these books are associated with solomon the son of david but he then realized that there were some funny things that were happening and he was like at the end of the day even the righteous and the wicked they will end up dying so really what's the point of being righteous but at the end of ecclesiastes um solomon or the preacher gets uh, comes to the conclusion that well the end of all these things is that there's a lot we do not understand about the world and the way in which it works but the most important thing the conclusion of the entire matter no okay says um let me backtrack a bit it says there's a whole lot about the world that we, we will never understand and it is good to follow you know good principles morality and all the wisdom in the proverbs book and all things being equal um when you do good righteous things you attract good um righteous things back to yourself but sometimes it doesn't happen that way but that we can spend all our lifetime trying to understand why the world is and going after wisdom and seeking to understand things but no matter how much we try, we will, there are many things we will never fully understand. But the conclusion of the entire matter is this. Fear the Lord and keep his commandments. For this is the whole duty of man. And that God in his own part will do that which he alone can do. 
and ensure that in the order of things, righteousness, peace, and justice is done in all situations and to all men, both in this world and in the world to come. And that's how the book of Ecclesiastes ends. So Ecclesiastes provides a bridge between Proverbs and Job. Then, this is my own, I mean, this is the way I now understand it based on, you know, the teachings and my reflections of, of, of what, what I've been learning. Because Job then illustrates exactly what both the book of Proverbs and Ecclesiastes have been talking about. It illustrates a man who was very righteous, did everything according to the book, and therefore he was very blessed. In fact, the Bible records in the first chapter that there was nobody in his time who was as rich as he was. So definitely everything that was written in Proverbs talking about, you know, being holy, being righteous, following after God, and you know, you'd attract blessings, all of that happened to Job. But then again, the same bots that the preacher of the book of Ecclesiastes mused about, about how it is possible for good people to sometimes experience bad things, it then happened to Job as well. And now that I look back, there is no book really like Job in the Bible. Apart from when you look at the New Testament, the apostles who were persecuted for preaching, and of course the prophets who were also persecuted for preaching, that's quite different. That that we see a lot of that persecution for good things, or like Daniel, who was, you know, we see all of that in the Bible. But in Job's case, it wasn't really like he said anything, you know, he wasn't preaching, excuse me, one doctrine that was offending anybody. He wasn't evangelizing, he wasn't proselytizing, he wasn't trying to... He was just living his life and these horrible tragedies just came upon him. And um, that I now understand that book to be more about how a Christian, how we as Christians organize ourselves in such a way that even when if and when we are passing through inexplicable tragedies and painful situations that honestly wasn't we is not of our doing in any way that in it all first of all we run to god and not away from god and that we ask him the difficult questions that job did eventually and that we stay with him we we, we do not worry we, we pour out our pain and we ask all the questions until we get the answers that we need to help us go through that situation and come out at the other side and i use those words carefully because going through for everyone will be different coming out for everyone will be different coming out does not mean a restoration of that which you had before in fact as far as i'm concerned my greatest problem with the book of job was that to me the fact that he got a whole lot of children afterwards and you know to me it does not replace the children that he lost as we all know human beings are different the loss of one child i don't believe replaces an, a child that was lost but he came out he went through it because and that's the reality of the life that we live in that there's some things we cannot change and i think in our christian theology 
in fact i was reading my bible commentary this morning new bible commentary he was te- it was i i read the commentary on these same books just before i did this music and he and he said he was quoting another um commentary and he was saying that that writer was saying that what the book of ecclesiastes and proverbs enable us to do is to believe god and be able to stay with him throughout temptation but to also not you know hinge our hope on one superficial faith that believes that bad things will never happen and that was the first time i've ever seen that written down and i was like superficial because really that is what it is many of us have built our theology on a superficial understanding of the way the world is and the way the world is is that you know it's not every evil or bad thing that can be prevented from happening it's just the truth but even as i'm saying it i'm even i mean i've been so socialized in this <laughs> theology that it, it feels strange for me to say it but it is true it is true the bible tells you jesus says it's in this world you will suffer persecution don't worry in this in this world you but in me you will have peace he has said it. So, I am grateful for where I am with God right now and the things that He's making me learn and see. Because honestly, there's nothing better than having answers to questions. For me, so I'm that kind of person. I don't know about you. I'm that kind of person where once I have the kind of answers that gives me peace or closure on something, then I'm good. Even if that situation doesn't change. And then I understand. I think the one that just drives me up the wall is when I have quest- unanswered questions. I, I don't understand the why. Why is this happening? You know, what does this mean? How am I supposed to carry on? What's next for me? You know, but for me, even all those what ifs, how, they're not even as frustrating for me. The why, oh my goodness, the why drives me up the wall. <laughs> So a lot of my the challenge I had and it, it it was a very when I passed through that experience I'm still recovering because it took me down a path that wow it was just God that delivered me because I was it was a real faith crisis for me and that was the first time it, I think in my life I've had what I would call a faith crisis There's, I've never faced any situation before then that I could call that would lead me to having what I would call what I call a faith crisis this this really shook me to my core but I realized that it was because my my theology was wrong I did not know that it was possible and when I use that word possible in terms of possible it means I'm not saying that's what happened to everybody it is possible for one to be doing everything right in other words you're praying the way god asked you to pray you are doing everything right like job was and bad things would still happen i didn't know that and it sounds so stupid now that i'm saying it but i honestly did believe that if i did the right things i prayed as i should and i did everything correctly nothing bad will happen to me it is not true it is absolutely not true it is not scriptural it is not factual because a lot of people Christians have had really bad things happen to them and they did not deserve it 
just like Job did not deserve it. The Bible says even God testified in the book of Job that he did not deserve it. That's what I like about the Bible. Every story in the Bible, if it was something that happened because the person deserved it, the Bible will explain and say, oh, this happened because of that. Even the exile of the children of um, Israel, God made it clear to us that it wasn't that the Babylonians were so strong and God just gave them that, they just had that power. He, he made us realize that it was the sin and the idolatry of Israel that enabled God, that caused God to allow and permit and raise up the Babylonians to come and take them into captivity. It was a direct, you know, judgment from God. So, the, 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 the point I'm trying to say is that when, when Job, God himself said that Job did not do anything to deserve what happened, yes, life happened to him. So the message of the wisdom literature, Job, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, is that this world is not our home and we should not expect perfection in this world. This is a transition place. By fearing God and keeping his commandments, yes, we will attract a lot of good to ourselves. It will be difficult for the enemy to strike us. Not impossible, but very, very difficult. And even in the cases where he does try, the Lord will stay his hand. He will hold, he will prevent, as he did with Job. But there will be some people, some situations whereby there will be tragedy, there will be loss, inexplicable, disastrous incidents that we would have wished would never ever have happened to us or to anybody that we knew. But in those moments, if and when they come, the only thing we should do is run to the Lord. Help him, ask him all the questions that we need. Let him give us the closure the interpret the meaning that we have that we need to have and then let us continue in him as job did there's a whole lot more that i don't know i may not have 100 percent questions to and i'm not building any theology here about oh you know bad things you know or whatever i'm just saying the bible teaches us that this world is a crazy world and that there are bad things happening in this world this is not heaven this is a flood earth. And simply because we are in a chaotic world, it is very likely that sometimes we may find ourselves in the midst of that chaos. And if it happened to us or to people that are around us, we need to understand that it doesn't mean that we are better. If it happens to others and it doesn't happen to me, I should not believe that does not make that person or me better than that person. It's just but for the grace of God. So I'm going to leave it at that because I know that a lot of these things is personal, you know, it's a personal revelation that makes a difference. And even for me, I can't say I understand it in my heart. My mind is still struggling. But I know that it is truth because it is what I see in the world. I've seen it. I've seen a lot of really really bad things happen and i just wonder why it's not because god is evil it's just because the world is imperfect it is it's imperfect it's a crazy world and many times 
for there's there sometimes there is evil we can prevent sometimes there is evil we may not be able to prevent you see that in nations a lot you see that you know like you know for instance a lot of the evil going on in countries you pray you pray you pray you pray you are able to prevent some evil there is a lot of evil we cannot prevent we may, we, are, we are not ah we are not able eventually we are able to rein it back but there are some damage that would have been done it's just it's the way the world is and that's a question that's something i would probably never really understand other than the fact that well this is what happens when you hand over the leadership of your planet to a psychopath like the devil you know what i'm saying he's still very much the god of this world so in that sense we should even be thanking god that we even have the presence of god and the light of 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 christ to even restrain a lot of that madness a little bit and um, yeah so there's a whole lot more i could think and say about this but i think i'll just leave it here now and say thank you very much for listening i look forward to uh, recording again tomorrow i have no idea what i'm going to call this pod this episode but yeah this is what's going through my mind right now thank you very much for listening god bless you stay blessed and have a wonderful day in the name of our lord and savior jesus christ amen Mm -hmm.